0: got to behave ourselves on the story. Well, y'all know what we thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra energy. I don't know what might come out of my mouth tonight.
2: <laughs> As you kids, tell them to go sit their bad asses down so we're grown folks in here talking.
0: T G I F. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and welcome back to another edition of TGIF. We are back, y'all, and we have a whole bunch of tea to spill. We're gonna, of course, break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So let's get this show started. Let's welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky dineva fresh off MLK weekend shenanigans. We'll get into that. Hey, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And please welcome brand strategist and talk show host, Al Reynolds. What's up, Al?
1: What's going on, Claudia? I'm gonna try not to laugh too much tonight. Got in a little bit of trouble, but Q always makes me laugh. You got, what, in, trouble you? <laughs> you you got I, in trouble for laughing? Would you
0: say you got in trouble for laughing?
1: I'm saying, you know, that just being so loud. I feel like I feel like we need to get together, guys, because I need to see him so I when I work with him, I don't laugh at him so much. Hilarious.
0: I yeah, I, too funny. Yeah, quick little flight down to Miami. I was supposed to be in the Virgin Islands this weekend for my girl Aisha's wedding. Remember when we all hung out in Miami last time? My girl that got engaged, oh, yeah, right. Aisha and Rob, they got married this weekend. So, congratulations. But we had COVID scares. We had, you know, how the test be like positive, then it be like negative, then it be like inconclusive. It went back and forth, didn't go, and then it came back negative. So, we could have been oh. there, but I, we got to be, it's better safe than sorry. But someone who wasn't safe, and I don't think he was sorry. Is that goddamn funky Dineva. You was at the MLK parade in the in the yellow, living your best life. Tell us about this,
2: baby. Let me tell you something. When I burnt down these Miami streets for Martin Luther King, he had a dream, baby, and I fulfilled all of it this Monday. Okay. <laughs> now, listen, one thing people don't know about Miami, we are just like one of the most ghetto fabulous cities that you can possibly be from when it comes to fashion and all that stuff. That yellow I had on was strategic, it was purple. The, uh, the parade is located in Liberty City, which is like one of the oldest, blackest neighborhoods in Miami. And I had some friends that moved here that were not here from, uh, um, they're not from Miami. My friend, James Knox, Larnett, a couple other friends. And I said, baby, y'all live on the beach, on the pretty side, but y'all want to see Miami. Do y'all want an authentic Miami experience? Then I need you to come down to 54th Street, baby, in the middle of Liberty City. And let me take y'all to the parade. Baby, we ate, we two-stepped, we slapped five and drank illegal liquor and (laughs) food from people with no type of food licenses or backgrounds. We ate from so many coolers and tents and so on and so forth. And we got our life. MLK, MLK will most definitely be pleased. And the parade went over without a hitch. There was no fighting, no drama, no none of that. We just had a great time in the spirit of unity. So y'all check out my Instagram if y'all want to get the highlights from this MLK parade.
0: Very nice. You had a whole bunch going on. We saw Kenny on there crying <laughs> about being appreciated and all kinds of things going on. Al, how was that? That was MLK? the aftermath. That was the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Kenny who is such a sweetheart
2: yes 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 I'll yeah, tell Kenny one, you guys say fine. hello there's somebody in hospice right someone yeah yeah, had- yeah somebody well believe it or not picture. those of y'all who don't know my friend Kenny I'm sure if you follow me on social media he's a social worker and uh, there was somebody at the bar who recognized him from caring for one of their loved ones and the person said you know thank you and you know for Kenny working in hospice is a thankless job you know because the person passes away and the people's family, they're grieving. They ain't got time to be just thinking about the damn social worker. They're thinking about their loved one. So mm-hmm. it brought him to tears, coupled with the Jack Daniels and the Crown Royal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and everything else. But it brought him to tears that somebody, A, recognized him and B, thanked him for his service.
0: Oh, cool. Very nice. Very nice. I, I, I love it. It's such a sweet So, Al, did you do anything real quick for uh, MLK? Uh, you, do you know,
1: I was working in Atlanta, so I, I was able to go to Atlanta for the weekend and mm-hmm. um, shout out to Atlanta. You know, there were no accidents this weekend, even though they had a snowstorm. Can you believe that, Claudia? <laughs> no, I cannot, because they you get know, half yeah, a right.
0: flake of snow and they right. shut the whole damn city the down. The whole
1: city shuts down. But my flight was canceled out uh, all day sa- all day Sunday. So I did have to stay until Monday, which ended up being a great thing. And I got back to D.C. on Tuesday. So all very
0: all. nice. And uh, to the already 1,400 people in the chat um we would love it if you all could hit that like button we got 154 likes right now we would love our likes to match all the people in the chat so we can keep this thing going and who knows if the numbers get high enough it may go to three nights a week i don't want to like lie to y'all but you never know so get those likes up and tell your friends to sign on all right y'all we got to get into a, a sad report out the gate uh the passing of fashion icon and vogue's former editor at large Andre Leon Talley, he passed away yesterday in a hospital in White Plains, New York. According to multiple sources, he passed away from a heart attack. Please keep his loved one, please keep his loved ones in your prayers. Lots of people were posting about him over the weekend. Any thoughts on that before we move on? Um,
2: you know, it's unfortunate. I, I, I I'm curious to know what the fallout he had with Anna Wintour and all of those. Mm-hmm. It should show up at the fume. Um <laughs> And, you know, maybe now isn't even the time to be making these 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 comments or these these questions. So I'm, I'm going to leave it alone.
0: We're, oh, we're going to refrain on TGIF. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it's, it's just so funny because I'm, I'm slightly under the weather today. And I just don't even have the energy to fight with the people today. Y'all y'all can have this. one.
0: I'll just say this. Everyone says nice things when someone passes away. And that's amazing. We love it. But can we just start doing it when people are alive? That'd be fantastic. I would like to push for that in 2022. Like even with people you just having issues with. You know. I, I just want
2: to pose no. a question. All right? like, like, If you fall out with somebody and y'all have not been friends for 8, 9, 10, 12 years and they die, is it proper to go to their funeral or should you just stay your ass home? Of course.
1: Go to your funeral. You can, you, oh, there's always a reason to show respect. Whether you're friends or not friends, you're showing respect of someone's life. But I, oh, wanted, no. to get back, I wanted to get back to Andre Leon Talley because we can't pretend like an icon has not fallen. Uh, Andre Leon Talley has served us in the fashion industry for over four decades and he was one of the first black men to do it in his job ever at Vogue. He was also the first, you know, to write about uh, and put young designers in the game like Laquan Smith. He's also one of the most recognized individuals beyond, besides Anna Wintour in the fashion game. I mean, he's just a multi-layered individual that has done many, many great things to redefine how African-American and African-American men are accepted into the fashion industry. So what I thought, so, what was so interesting about this was that last week we celebrated an African, an, uh, a British African um, at you know, American Vogue, I mean, at European Vogue, or what what Vogue was that? I can't remember. Um, And what he's doing in the fashion industry. And he actually said that if it wasn't for Leon, Andre Leon Talley, that he wouldn't be who he was. So just watching his influence on the industry, we have to say thank you. Thank you, Andre Leon Talley, for being not only an influencer, but a game changer and a trailblazer. You're going to be greatly missed.
2: Well, the last time he was on the show and we was talking about his house being in foreclosure, you was calling the man all types of nasty and rude, <laughs> you know, had all types of attitude policy. This that phony shit people be talking about. It's not phony, you know, not phony. Because when I the never, man was alive, you were saying I, never, was, what a, I mean you said it with such he was one of the most nasty, most <laughs> nasty people. I, didn't,
1: I don't I've ever I didn't say nasty, I said rude. And they talk about it and Vogue talks about it, that that's just a part of his colorful personality and that he can be known to be like that, that type of individual. But that will not take away his first. That will not take away his number of years in the industry. And it can't take away the influence that he played in the fashion industry, whether he's rude, nasty, broke, rich, bankrupt or not.
0: Okay, let's move on, y'all. Let's move on. Let's move on. They in the comments. Okay, yes, uh, to the people in the comments. My makeup was rushed. I don't feel good. I have a migraine, and I am not going to make up. So you <laughs> you getting this half ass face tonight? I'm sorry. They can't all be home runs or even third base or second base. I'm not even on first base tonight, so I, 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 I agree with y'all. I look crazy. Okay, moving on. As we are celebrating the life of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. On Monday, a video resurfaced of President Joe Biden comparing King's death to the death of George Floyd. Let's take a look.
1: But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's
0: Death, death. So uh, some people are saying that his comments were taken out of context, which happens all the time, apparently. And while others are ridiculing the president, saying his statement was disrespectful, what are your thoughts about what President Biden said?
2: You know, I, I don't. Uh, Black people stand down. You know, y'all in this racial climate, sometimes we'd be standing already Save the energy because the, the ancestors have told me we're going to need it and we're going to need it for some real stuff. He's not lying. I mean, the Internet did not exist back when Dr. King left. We, when Dr. King got shot, them people in Bangkok, they didn't know what the hell was going on. Them people over in Korea, and Vietnam, they had no idea what the hell going on. They, had no, they didn't even have fax machines. Stand down. Now, the thing about it is, you know, this this unfortunately is the downside of being white and just not having any black friends whatsoever. And the few that you have, you don't really rock with them for real because you would have just known Joe that this was not going to go over well with the community, even though your sentiments probably came from a good place. It just, they just didn't sound right, but y'all stand down. There's nothing to see here, folks.
0: And real quick, I just want to say that um, he needs to probably stay away from a lot of stuff because it's always going to be like, oh, look at him. He's not for us. He's just as racist, blah, 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 blah. People do have amnesia when it comes to history, right? Pe- Dr. King is beloved now. But just like Malcolm X, when he was alive, there was a lot of criticism of him. You know what I mean? And the white folks that are embracing him and celebrating MLK there with us now couldn't stand him, a lot of them, when he was alive. And they pick and choose the moments because, you know, he didn't only do the I have a dream type of speeches. He also was talking about Black economics and moving forward. And that's when they started to really not have good things to say about him. So let's keep it a buck. They weren't, there wasn't this general loving feeling across the board for him. So there is some truth to it. But Joe, just stay out of that. Al, what do you think about this? I think
1: both of you have lost your damn mind. I, I'm fed up with this administration. I thought what he said was out of touch, I thought it was insensitive. I think the black community is fed up with his crap. And I'm super embarrassed that we have a vice president that's a black female, that's not having these type of conversations with the president of the United States. You cannot ever, in my mind, compare the Black Lives Matter movement with the civil rights movement. Do you know what the civil rights movement birthed for us as African-Americans? And for you to make that type of statement, But you have just been pushed off of my good person list into I'm doing a side eye to the president and I'm doing a side eye to the administration, period.
0: All right. Well, moving on, looking, people are looking at Pastor Mike Todd sideways after a video went viral of him spitting on his hand. And it wasn't just a it was a (laughs) and wiping it on his brother's face. Take a look.
2: Because the vision I'm about to give you. It might get nasty.
0: <laughs> well, apparently the demonstration was a reference to when Jesus used his spit to heal a blind man. Pastor Mike addressed what happened in an Instagram video. Check out what he had to say.
2: Back And um... It was disgusting, <laughs> like that was gross. I wanna validate everybody's feelings um, that that was a distraction to what I was really trying to do.
0: Some people support his actions. What are your thoughts?
2: I mean, you know what, in his apology, and one thing I he said what needed to be said, it was grossed, it was un, unnecessary. It was, um, you know, him probably trying to get a moment. And he definitely got a moment. Um, And just another prime example of why I don't mess with the church. Al? Oh, that's such a that's such a tough statement. You know,
1: I'm just I just feel like this was an, an analogy void of wisdom. Like he he just didn't really think it all the way through. We're dealing with covid. And then the fact that he hacked it and he rubbed it on his face and then some of the slime from the hack was like dripping from his face. Unfortunately, this fed a negative narrative around his discussion of God's ability to heal uh, through faith. I mean, I just felt like it fell flat and it was just distasteful and it was disgusting. But I have to tell you, I, you I, as a professor, have tried to make analogies in the classroom to try to connect with my students And I've done some stupid stuff like this, too. I've done some stuff that fell flat. Uh, Comedians do stuff that fall flat. So I kind of get it. I, I would never, ever, ever, though, you know, compare this to the failure of spirituality or the belief in Christ or anything like that based on this bad analogy that he made.
0: I am because the church has been doing a lot of ridiculous nonsense from demanding private jets to messing with boys, to spitting on someone, and 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 do it. calling yourself emulating what Jesus did. You're not Jesus. You're a brother in a hoodie online, and yes, you have some followers. That was one of the grossest things I've ever seen in my life, and I have no interest either in organized religion. My damn self either, because not just this, but you know the pressuring of money. It's a money making, a money grab for in a lot of situations. But this was just even outside of COVID. So, so Jesus cured a man uh, of blindness with a spit. So you're going to hack into a hand on camera, of course, for those clicks. And then, and think this is a good idea. Well, see, I think you have, it's,
1: to, it's you, have you have to listen to the me. entire sermon, the entire sermon. I listen to the shit he has no, to say. He, he, he lost he, me with the, the
0: hacking. You have to listen
1: to the sermon and see why he did that. He wasn't hacking in his hand to actually make the guy
2: see. The, same. the guy could see. No, I know
0: he, that, did. but I'm saying the demonstration. The, like The, the analogy.
2: Thing. But but see, here, here's the thing that gets me, right? Because we'll, 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 we'll take somebody's credit report. And say they got bad credit, so they're not qualified for this particular job. Or we'll take a judgment that somebody made in their personal life. Like, Al, you even said when you started going through all the controversy and your divorce, it hurt your business or whatever. Because people were saying you were untrustworthy, this, that, and the third. Mm -hmm. But then y'all will go blindly lead somebody who don't have the good judgment that God gave a damn billy goat to see that this was just improper in the name of Jesus. Like there was nothing about what he did that was proper, that was smart, that was uh, spiritually motivated. It was sheer stupidity. But y'all to be back there Sunday clapping and turning in your tax returns and giving them all your doggone money because that's your pastor. And can't nobody say nothing about pastor. So have at it. Let them spit all over y'all ass. I hope you got some of them damn COVID test kits that they're giving out.
0: I think it just it's a little more reckless because, you know, when you have people that go to church, they 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 really hold those people in high regard, the pastor in high regard and what they say in their words. So when you do stuff like this, you're you're speaking to an audience that like they have they revere you, they respect you, they listen, they hang on your every word. I I thought it was a hot-ass
2: mess. You got one time to spit on me and I'm beating your ass in that church. It's going (laughs) to take Jesus, Mary, and them disciples to pull me up off of you.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to go spit on my makeup during this break and fix it. We'll be right back (laughs) with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. I'm your girl, Claudia Jordan, joined by Al Reynolds and my fellow co-heathen, Funky Dineva. Real quick, let me just go to these comments because they are coming for us, Cube, Baby, I love, listen,
2: I love when they be getting mad about their church, baby. I know. They, they be getting mad about them old low-down-ass churches that they go to, clapping and running around. and can't. What they said, Claudia? Okay, uh,
0: Comfort Asante says, Claudia's not a believer. Mm, well, my grandpa, who was a scammer, no became a reverend. I knew anyone could be a reverend. Okay. Um, comfort says stop dissing all black churches, Claudia and Q. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 Adrian Wright says Claudia and funky are not believers. It's pretty sad. And then Alex Coleman says, Al ain't feeling y'all tonight. (laughs) And, uh, let me see what else. Uh, 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 Okay, uh, Ashley says I cannot believe Al tries to make sense of that horrendous act, and that's that. There's a lot more hey, there,
2: but but you know it'd be so funny. Horrendous. People trip acts. me out. Trip me out the, the, the 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 simple mind thought that because you don't believe in the church, you don't believe in the god. I have had people attack me over the years and, and called me saying I'm atheist and I don't believe in the god. I very much so believe in God, y'all. What I don't believe in is the institution of the church. Them choir robes y'all can have, them collection plates y'all can have, that running up and down and spending all your money for passive appreciation and revival y'all can have. Putting a pair of Juanita them 60% of the collection plate plus an admission fee, plus everything else. Minimum, you must pass the plate around three times when she speak at your church. Y'all can have all of that. Here's my only caveat with religion. If it works for you and it makes you a better person, have at it. It's just not for me. <clears throat>
0: and let's be clear. You can be a religious person and have God in your heart, but that doesn't mean you need to go to the organized religion, the building with the man that is flawed. You know, like that. It's two different things. doesn't make um- you- Yes. yes. Anyways, I ain't I I going I think, I think go nowhere with nobody spit on my
2: face. I think or
1: his wife. Y'all, we should go to the y'all, next topic. Y'all, hold
2: on, let's talk about it. TGIF. <laughs> Let, let's Because black people need to have this conversation about this church. The church can't do no wrong. Eddie Long built a mega church. and was sat up there caught sleeping with little boys. And y'all was so brainwashed by the church and by the Lord. and Oh, that's my pastor. You, you. I think anybody who attended New Birth after that stuff came out was a damn fool. I think anybody who sits up, then when y'all pastors get caught cheating, Oh, you know, that's just the flesh and the pastor's (laughs) just a man. You know, the devil could get anybody. Y'all find ways to rationalize stuff that should not be rationalized. And we're not going to pretend like we don't have something that runs rampant in the black community, which is a Jesus will fix it mentality where everybody sits on their hands. Oh, i ain't got no hoof on my head, but. Jesus will fix it, you know what I'm saying? Instead of getting off your ass and actually doing something. So no, don't miss me with that. If you really wanna know the truth about it, since we talking about it, I think a large part of what keeps most of the black community oppressed in 2022 is its tight connection to the doggone church let's start the fight y'all want to fight and And let's
0: be very clear and i see the comments not all churches are flawed please get that out of your mind we can have conversation about the people that are the bad apples which is not all of them not even saying it's the majority of them but let's not be uh foolish here and act and have a blind eye okay that will not be get fixed by spit and act like you know it doesn't happen. It does, and I think we need to have a serious conversation about it because we can't. They get away with it because no one wants to say anything negative publicly. And here we are. The comments queue are going nuts right now. I'm sure they are. And
2: I don't care. Get mad. Get. I'm telling you the truth. Get mad.
0: <laughs> and you're okay. asked to be back next week to tune in. Next. Moving on, Britney Spears and her sister, Jamie Lynn, have not have been exchanging some not-so-kind words on social media. Yesterday, Britney posted a message for her sister and mom. Now, now, while reflecting on Jamie's time on Nickelodeon, Britney expressed how troubled she was and told Jamie, I'm sorry, Jamie Lynn, I wasn't strong enough to do what should have been done. Slapped you and mama right across your effing faces. What are your thoughts on the feud between Britney and Jamie? And should Britney take a break from social media or... Is she just like letting it all out so she finally got her freedom back.
2: Now, when she was naked, y'all didn't want to say, you know, and I said she was crazy. Y'all was like, no, nah, I can get behind this. I can get behind Brittany using her words and putting the people in their place and saying what needs to be said. That requires sound mind and body. That was a very tight, sharp quip. I can't, that shows me somebody who was conscious cognizant and coherent but that cereal box shaped tussy cat that she tried to show us that we had on the show last week i can't get behind that i wish that they would take this stuff um private but you know what these people allowed the media for years to to to, to, to railroad her and why not take to your platform and expose the asses for who they are
0: al what do you think about this i did i, I feel
1: so sorry for Brittany. um And, you know, it's just clear that she's got a lot that she needs to clinically have addressed as it relates to her emotional and mental state. I I feel like, you know, just watching her sister in general, that's a younger sister. I feel like in her mind, it's re-traumatizing her. It's bringing up um, old feelings that she's had. I have this, and I think I've said it on the show before, I have this thing, and I've read about it in Psychology Daily and all of those great you know, journals and stuff that they say about celebrities is that celebrities act like the age that they became extremely famous. And Britney to me behaves at the age that she became one of the most popular people on a planet, and that was when she was 15 and 16 years old. How she's responded to her sister and her mother is just very childlike, in my opinion. Not saying that it's not warranted, it's just very childlike. Like she made the analogy that her sister doesn't have to work and she could just lay in the pool and hang out and her mother not say anything. Well, that's what the youngest kid usually gets away with, with the parents. And she's mad at her mom for allowing her to do that. And how does she get a, a job on Nickelodeon so quick? The youngest usually gets things a little bit easier. So I just am going to continue to, like, put a prayer up for uh, for Britney and hope for the best. I don't think she should be silenced anymore. She's got to let this out. And I, But I just think it's a re-traumatizing of, you know, what she's dealt with in the past. I just, it's unfortunate.
0: Some of the fans are saying that the soulmates are saying that, you know, she's free. Andrew Mack says Britney's free and she's on a yeah. rampage. And Miss Keita says, I think she's letting it all hang out. Um, an FBI agent has come forward and confirmed that her father, let me get this up real, real quick. Uh, her father, uh, Jamie. I'm sorry. So Jamie Lynn had a secret devoting, recording device in her room. Britney's lawyer uh, filed a declaration from FBI agent uh, that says she corroborated the claim that Jamie instructed a black box security company to place a secret re- recording device in Miss Spears' bedroom. Black box security says they were paid to put security cameras in Britney's hotel room by Mr. Spears. So recording devices and cameras in the bedroom. Are y'all surprised? And what do you think about this? Is that to help her or is that over, uh Overdoing it.
2: That's a complete gross violation of her privacy. And I think that is also indicative of um maybe her father just was not the best conservator. Um I I intent. Why? You know what I'm saying? You've already got her pocketbook sold up, you've already got an IUD inside of her, you've already got her her phone and iPad use restricted. She already can't drive she can't even order a damn pizza without getting the two signatures from the CEO and the CFO of the damn company. What more trouble was there left for her to get in when she was in a room by herself being unable to do anything? I think as a father, I wouldn't even want to know uh, what my daughter was in there doing, if she was naked, if she was uh, pleasuring herself as we tend to do when, when 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 we're naked. Why would you? Why would you even want access to all of that?
0: Right.
2: Yeah. Al- well, clearly,
1: clearly, <laughs> you, According to the doc- court documents, um, he was allowed to do all these things. Also, because she was on suicide watch. So of course you would have a camera in her bedroom, you would have a camera also in her hotel room to keep an eye on her because Brittany was very clever in the things that she used to do in order to escape her conservatorship and also escape uh, them keeping an eye on her. Brittany has overdosed. Did you guys forget that she overdosed a couple of times where the rescue squad showed up at her house. So he had to put a camera in the bedroom because that's where one of the overdoses occurred.
0: All right. Last comment before we go to break uh, comments. That, we have a comment that says "If Brittany wasn't showing her to cat on the gram. Maybe I would feel sorry for her. Unfortunately, Brittany did stuff to Jamie Lynn. So she's entitled to her truth now as well. All right. I'm sure we'll have more to cover with this story. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. And Brittany is here for it. Yes. So we're going to take a <laughs> quick break and we'll be back with more t Keep those comments coming, y'all. Keep them likes coming. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to TGIF. I see the likes are still low. We got 2,400 in the chat, 731 likes. That's how y'all do us. That's how y'all do us.
2: I don't like what I say about their church, child. I know, they're taking
0: their likes back. OK. All right, y'all. Um, This next story is uh, pretty devastating. A 16-year-old girl was killed after being shot during a robbery that she helped stage. Uh, Naisha Harris uh, Brazel helped a coworker and the co-worker's father, Antoine Edwards, staged a robbery at Burger King where both girls worked. The robbery was almost successful until co-worker Derek Ellis, who was not aware of the plan, uh, opened fire against Edwards and Naisha got caught in the crossfire. Both men, Edwards and Ellis, have been charged with murder. How sad is this story? And that guy's mugshot.
2: Sorry. You know, I... I um... When I immediately read the story, the first thing that came to my mind was play silly games, win silly prizes. Right. Mm, And then you've got her best friend and father saying, I mean, the, the father saying that his daughter and the young lady that died were in on it. The girl said this person said the girl that died's family said that they're lying on her and she was not involved. And, you know, so that left me torn. So here is what I will say. If she was involved, 16 is grown enough to know better and miss me with the she was just a child. You play silly games, you win silly prizes. If she was not involved, then this is a very unfortunate situation and I hate that it happened. And either if she was involved or was not involved, I feel bad for the young man that was a felon. Granted, he is not supposed to be carrying a weapon, But we all do things that we're not supposed to be doing sometimes. And depending on where he lived, that weapon probably was necessary. And here it is. He thought that they were being shot, robbed and shot at. And so he shot back at the person that he thought was trying to take their life, trying to protect all of them. And now he's accidentally shot this girl and killed her. And now his life is over. When in all honesty, he was doing the chivalrous thing, in my opinion.
0: Um, Al, what are your thoughts on this? What the hell?
1: <laughs> are we on the same show? Listen, this whole thing is screwed up. It's a freaking mess. Like everything involved around this Burger King, this Burger King needs to be closed. But let me tell you something. This is what I'm talking about when we talk about this new age of, of parenting and these new age kids. All right, just like Kyle Rittenhouse' mother took him across the border to go kill some people, just like Ethan in Michigan and shot up those kids at the school when his mother uh, knew about the guns and stuff. These young parents, how do you get caught up in helping your kid stage of robbery, and what ends up happening is someone ends up dying. This That involves a crime. Who does that? Back in the day, even those who in the crack era, like when I was growing up, if parents did stuff like this, they took their kids with them, but they would leave them in the car if they did something bad, or they would leave them at the playground for a little while, they will leave them at the aunt's house or something. What is going on nowadays that these new age parents And these new age kids are are in collaboration with dumb crap like this. And another thing, the young man that that shot the girl, how many of us go to Burger King and the man at the register has a gun in his pocket? Now that ain't even right. And on top of that, the manager hid his gun in the safe of Burger King after he shot and killed the girl that worked there. This whole thing needs to be just, like, exposed. They need to shut that Burger King down, and all these kids and families need to and, and parents need to get their lives together. This is ridiculous.
0: The staging a robbery, first of all, what are you doing nowadays with all the guns that are out there? It's nonsense. I, I agree that it is a hot-ass mess. I don't know if they need to shut the Burger King down, but they need to restaff and get a whole new management team, a whole new team of people in there, and— <laughs> And you know what, Q, kind of goes back to your comment a, f- a few weeks ago. And I know people got mad. Throw everybody under 30. I mean.
2: Throw no them away. We
0: just keep seeing. And but you parents, know what? The parents. And
2: the parents. And and now, this- to answer your question, how many Burger Kings that you go to where somebody has a gun in their pocket? I can speak from where I am, Miami, probably a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm on the phone with you sometimes at 1.30 and 2 o'clock in the morning when I'm going through the drive-thru at Wendy's and so on and so forth. I don't think it's far-fetched for you to be at a job where you have a register and, and somebody have a gun.
1: I can't imagine that in a Burger King cash register that there's more than $250 in that register. I agree. $250 equates the life of a minor then so be it no one needs to
0: carry
2: out a gun to protect 250 dollars same can be said for every damn convenience store and i don't think it's about protecting the register i think it's about protecting yourself i mean if that's the case then why do people carry guns anywhere they damn well that argument can be made for people carrying guns period OK, so what
1: I'm understanding you saying, and I don't we don't have to spend time with this, is that the reason why they're carrying a gun at a register is because they're afraid that they're going to be robbed. Right. Or are there going Burger killed?
2: King? If it's a low wage job, you probably in the hood. You see the type of shit that's going on at it. You somebody was shooting at them in the Burger King. It's probably necessary. OK.
0: I'm going to say this. I live in Texas where everyone has a gun. You don't even need it. You need nothing to get a gun in Texas. Everyone here has a gun. And when I go by certain places in certain areas and I see like a convenience store worker by himself, by herself, working in a store at like three o'clock in the morning, I do wonder about them, like what kind of security is there or, or do they fear for their safety? And yeah, 250 al seems like nuts for someone to risk their lives. But we in a weird place now. Well, I won't even say now. People are doing snatching purses that can't have more than a few dollars. I understand.
1: If I'm a- if i if yeah. going to let anybody know, if y'all see me working at a Burger King and you want to rob me for the 250, you don't need to bring a gun. You can just say this is a stick up. I'm going to open the register and I'm going to give you the money. It's not worth all this. It, it's not worth me being a felon and carrying a gun now knowing that I'm going to jail for murder. I'm going to go to jail for having a gun when I'm on probation. Like it's just multiplying the issues which are not necessary.
0: But Al, Let's you see, are comfortable. If you're
1: gonna rob me, you can have the money. I'm not gonna protect the money. You can have
0: it. I, I agree with you. But Al, you're also in a good place financially. You're, you're you have sense. People that are gonna rob a King, they're not in a good place. They probably don't have sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we are not. Th- we look. We trying to get on boats next weekend. <laughs> they trying to get Eat. their next hit, you know, or whatever. So, I, I guess it's just two different worlds. You know what I mean? And luckily, and we're not of that.
1: working the drive through. If you try to rob me, I'm giving you the money. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm not going to give you
0: the money. I'm going to give you the money. Sorry. You ain't got to pull a gun on me. You just say this a stick up. I'll yeah. give you the money. People are robbing folks for less, though. All right. We got to take a quick commercial break. but we come back, Funky, what's up with your people in Florida? We got another Florida story. Of course, y'all stay in the news. We'll be right back with more <laughs> after this. Welcome back to TGIF Soulmates. 2,600 of y'all in the chat. And uh, let me go ahead and read some of y'all comments. Q and and Al, let me me read some of these. Um, Okay, let's see. Uh, Brian Smith says, no matter how much money is in the register, they still get robbed. And then S. Alex says, Al doesn't visit the hood often. And Dion says, Al and his silver spoon. Al, you got a silver spoon. Let me find out. Not at
1: all. I'll, all I'm saying is that if you tried to rob me, whether I worked in the hood or in Georgetown, you can have the money. I'm not going to pull out a gun and shoot back. I'm not going to fight back if you're trying to rob me with a gun. Why would I pull out a gun and try to shoot you when you got a gun trying to rob me? I just wouldn't do it.
0: Donnell Holt says Al is so out of touch. And Trevio says Al is bougie and detached tonight. And Corey says Al acts like he don't live in freaking reality. Like, girl, open those. Oh, open up. I'm sorry, I won't say girl. Got boy, open those brown, bright eyes. They think you bougie, Al. Okay. He's like, I am, and that's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm alive. That's all I care about right now. All
0: right, y'all. Uh Q before we went to break. Yo, Florida. You say, okay, I'm in Miami. It ain't Florida. It's different. But uh, we gotta talk about this bill that you your mm.
2: That ain't my governor. That's them people, governor. Ron DeSantis is all up in Miami. I I don't live in Florida. I live in Miami. My (laughs) governor's name is Gloria Estefan. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, there's a bill uh, being pushed by your governor, Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, the one who can't even wear a mask, right, which would prohibit schools, public schools and private businesses from making, get this, (coughs) white people feel discomfort when teaching students or training employees about discrimination now we it received its first approval today or yesterday democrats argued that the bill isn't needed and would lead to frivolous lawsuits and censorship in school what are your thoughts on this i mean it is florida so i'm not surprised what do you out there defend your state q defend your state
2: i can't um you know we have nice beaches miami is very multicultural uh, we have a lot of food places and night, a lot, miles and miles of shore, a lot of nice hotels. Listen, um, you know, I I I made a vow to myself that in 2022 that I'm not allowing the inner workings of racist people to upset me. Um, I think the act I think the act of being racist is irrational in itself, so it makes me equally as irrational to try to rationalize what this man is doing. I would be curious to know though, just. I would love to be a fly on the wall in Ron DeSantis' bedroom at the most stillest hour of the night to understand what he truly thinks and feels. Because it feels as if every piece of legislation or everything that's been coming out of his mouth as of lately is just race and feelings related. When in Florida, when I go visit. They've got (laughs) so many other things going on that should take precedence to somebody feeling discomfortable when being discomfortable when when being taught about race. Like, I just don't understand why this is at the forefront with all the things that are wrong in Florida.
0: Al, what do you think about this bill being pushed and clearing the first obstacle?
1: I totally get it. You know, Trump ushered in a new style of politics and that's called radical politics. And DeSantis is using this as a form of radical politics is what Republicans are using quite frequently these days in order to get the, the majority to join them in their speech. Now, this is what's so interesting to me. Von DeSantis is an Italian, okay? italian does he even know his history because italians when they first came to the united states were not treated very well sir in fact you all were treated so bad that you some of you changed your name so do you even really know your history to even know about racism or do you think racism only exists when it comes to people of color so his entire his entire speech to me It's skewed. It's silly. And it's radical politics. And he's taking it for Trump because he knows that's the easiest way to induce fear into people and also to have them join his team. It's ridiculous. I think a lot of these. it's expected, I'm sure.
0: I think a lot of these Republicans are just lazy. They see the fear mongering works instead of providing us with any decent solutions or trying to help things. They're just going to just go with the low hanging fruit. You know, the Blacks, try the woke cultures trying to destroy uh, your youth, your, your, your kids' schools. This book is radical. We can't have them reading Toni Morrison's book. We, it's just fear-mongering because they're lazy. They don't have any good solutions or any good policies. Every single time a Democrats in office, the first two years, they have to clean up the economic mess and fall out from the previous presidents. Clinton gave us a surplus when Bush 1 had us all messed up. Barack Obama cleaned up for Bush 2. And uh, here we are, Biden cleaning up some of the stuff well, trying uh, with with Trump, and it's it's like this all the time. Get some policies, get some things we can stand behind. Ron DeSantis, you are so ridiculous. But guess what? Unfortunately, Andrew Gillum dropped that ball because we could have had him in there.
2: But and you know what's sad too? His wife oh. is a, his wife is a Cuban. Now, granted, yeah.
1: Well that makes perfect sense because Cubans don't like well. My experience when I lived in Miami, Cubans did not treat people of
2: color very well. well you know, because they thought that they were she, of the she, majority. She, she's she's a white Cuban. Um, you know what I'm saying? But but not understanding that you know, anywhere else in the world, anywhere outside of Dade County, your ass is Brasses, in the minority. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And it's just odd, right. like you said, with DeSantis being Italian and his wife being a Cuban that You know, shame of himself. You want to be a white man so bad. And I guess you can slightly pass, or you can fit in, or you're palatable enough that you get to reap a lot of the benefits of being a white man, but you're not. You know, Uh and I think the sooner that people like him understood that, the better that the world would be. But who am I?
0: Y'all know my mom's from Italy, and she's from Southern Italy, where they're a little browner, a little darker, a little more ethnic. And the discrimination there is next level. So a lot of them, when they come over here, not all of them, but some, they cannot wait to to make it very clear what what they are. And some uh, of them get very offended when you bring up the history with the Moors, and they got some black in them. And it's 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 a, definitely a sensitive spot. And yeah, and like you said, Al, the 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 Colombians, yeah, there's a lot of that. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you say? Yeah, they want to be white. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we got a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we got to talk abo- about a girl that got two vaginas and find out what she does with each one of them. We'll be back with more TGIF <laughs> after this break. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan with Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, a very spirited show we're having tonight. And uh, listen, y'all. This story about this woman, it seems like a dream come true to me because she has two vaginas. She can put mileage on one and keep the other one pristine for a future husband and tell him she's a virgin. A 32-year-old woman in Australia has two vaginas. She says she uses one for work and the other one for personal use. Evelyn Miller started working as an escort seven years ago and said that because of her condition, sex work is easy for her uh, emotionally and physically. Now, after quitting the escort industry and starting an uh, OnlyFans account, she now films adult content with both of her hot pockets, and she's found a lot of success. Um, thoughts on this story? What you Oh, Sorry, that was ghetto. My bad.
2: I guess your sorry. girlfriend got some thoughts on it, honey. Ask I guess
0: honey. maybe she got two vaginas. April, call me later.
2: She said, "Don't tell her business, honey." You know, listen. I am glad that we, you know, we live in an era now where uh, things like OnlyFans exist because I imagine once upon a time there probably would have been a world where this girl would have been thrown in a circus freak thing and, and, and been made a, a specter. I know that I would not personally want to walk around with two two genitalias. Um, I know that I think that, that most per- people would, would, would want to be as normal as possible, I think maybe the average woman would probably be uh, shy to take her clothes off with her lover if she had two vaginas. And, and you know, this girl found the silver lining in her and made, you know, what some people would consider a birth defect or a deformity. She turned it into a positive. So I'm
0: here for it. Al, what do you think about the lady with two vaginas? And how do they do they? Is it like an equal sign? I think
2: they side by side, from from my understanding. You know, I'm not a woman, but Claudia, what are
1: your thoughts? Um, would you want two pajamas, one for work and
0: one for personal? I yes, I, not for work though, but I would use. <laughs> girl. I would have used one for my 20s and 30s, and then when the time has settled down, I would give KJ the virgin one. He'd be like, "Oh my god, I got a unicorn." Like that.
2: <laughs> I mean, having having two of them you got you got a damn unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> What do you so think? Al- it? You said you would have used one of yours.
1: To- <laughs> the hot girl
0: era, the twenties and thirties, and then uh, the other one. Don't touch that and one. Is the
2: other one you like saved it? You want to know? You want to know what's funny though? Oh you my know, god! Y'all you finna test my my human growth and development knowledge right <laughs> She said that she did not know she had two vaginas until she had to go have an abortion when she was twenty. Which wow. suggests to me now, catch this medical reference now. So she must have had one labia majora, right? So which made it all look like one on the outside, but then once you peeled the lips back, it was two holes because the hole is the actual vagina, correct?
1: Yeah. Well, she had two, yeah, two, two entries and two wounds, right? But I think one cave. No, she, well, she well one maybe one cave, yeah, but she, she had to in order for
2: her to not know she had two until she was twenty and went to the damn doctor. She had once you got eight. inside, you. right, split. It, you maybe. can go to the left or to the right. This this <laughs> way, if you wanted a little loose. This way, if you wanted a
0: little tight, you know. Yeah, Al, would you want to have sex with a woman with two paths to go down? You can go left, you can go right, or you can go to the as funky says the bike what do you <laughs> <up>? <laughs> <laughs> yes. options. I'm here
1: for all of it I'm here for all of it I'm here for all of it yes the more options the better the more places to put it the more fun you can have and she even said that
0: okay I really want to see it now. Like, don't y'all want to get, the get on her
2: OnlyFans? The, the, the oh, only yeah, she's the, got an she, OnlyFans. Remember, she, she, said,
1: she said on her OnlyFans now she makes $75,000
2: a month. A month. Hmm. Hmm. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you it is possible to make that type of money with your clothes on. Okay, you know that? <laughs> Some of y'all, them ain't two vaginas. That's just a mangled vagina that you got. Do not, do not try, sus. Oh, God.
0: Um, okay. What do y'all think about this story about Dwayne Wade? He made a bold statement on a podcast. He believes that in time, young NBA fans will forget about Michael Jordan and strip him of his GOAT title. Wade said the game keeps continuing to move forward. And so we're going to continue to see things that we've never seen before, and the eyes are going to get younger. And younger, do you agree with what he said?
2: Most definitely. It's most definitely true. Um, there was at one point where the world thought Mozart was the greatest musician ever alive, and then came along this person, then came along Michael Jackson, and now it's Beyonce, and it's not disrespect, it's just I'm far removed. I don't know what you was doing 80 years ago. I wasn't born, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know, babe. I don't know, babe ruth I wasn't alive when babe was playing, but I was I was alive when 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 Hank Aaron was playing, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's just history, it's not disrespect.
0: Okay. Al, what do you think about this? I agree. I
2: agree.
1: The game changed. The kids' abilities changed. There was a time where there was only two points that you could make in, in, in scoring. Now you can make three. So that changes the, the most scores, points scored. I mean, it's just the evolution of any sport,
2: actually.
0: Yeah. I guess for us old time, old school people over 40, Or we're like, damn, like, you know, it's like when someone's been the goat to us forever, it's like, like remember, it was like disrespectful to even mention that, that someone could possibly be better than Michael Jordan. But hey, everyone gets beat. There was a time when Carl Lewis was the world's fastest man and we couldn't even think about anyone else being in that conversation. And it's been about six, seven people since that had the world's record. So I'll give you a funny
2: story that speaks to that really quickly. It's a really quick story. When Dr. Heavenly and her daughter were down here in Miami for the Orange Blossom Classic, Trick Daddy and Trina were the headliners at one of the concerts. Mm-hmm. I went and picked Dr. Heavenly up from her hotel, and they got in the car, and Dr. Heavenly says, um, can you play Trina? Because Alora doesn't know what she sings. She asked, what does she sing? And I was like, never, you never heard the song, I'm the baddest, who's bad, Who, who's bad? And I put it on, and Alora goes, um... I think so. And she legitimately did not know who Trina was. I was like, oh, my God. Everybody knows who Trina. So it happens.
0: It's it's a sad thing when you start talking to, like, a group of people or someone and you're, like, you realize that there's a generation gap yes. and they don't know. I remember talking to some people they were like, they didn't know who Keith Sweat was. And Albie. I'm like, that was our soundtrack to yes. high school. And it made me feel like, damn, we old. Yeah. All right, y'all. The comments were very spicy tonight. They was coming for me. They was coming for Q. They was coming for Al. And we are here for it. As long as you hit that like button, 2653 in the chat. We got to go. We're going to talk about that fibroid story on Friday and a whole bunch of other mess. Thank you so much, Al and and, and Funky for for doing your thing like always tonight. Uh, Stick around, you guys. Uh, Fox Souls Black Report is coming up next. See y'all Friday, y'all. Night, soulmates.